For those of you who listened to the podcast a few weeks ago, you will remember me saying that I was going to put an offer on my Month to Manifest program. Month to Manifest is the easiest manifestation course on the market right now. My intention when creating this course was allow it to be easy, simple, time efficient, like I'm not about things that take me a lot of time or I just won't do them. So this requires at the most five minutes of your time a day to be able to really hone your intentions on a daily basis. And not only that, one of the things we have done is to create a community of like-minded people where we meet once a month on a live and we set our intentions for the month ahead. It is so powerful and you'll get to meet those like-minded people who share in your joy and in your love of manifestations and we all lift each other up. It is so amazing. I love it and I would love you to join. One of the things that I have always wanted to do as well is to make this affordable and not only is it affordable every day but I am also giving you a discount on that right now. All you have to do is DM me the word manifest on Instagram and I will send you the unique discount code. Come and join us. Welcome to the Unbreakable Mindset Podcast, your burst of weekly inspiration to keep your mindset on track to manifest your greatest desires. I am Jude Don't, your host, a world-renowned mindset coach, helping my clients and now you, the listener, to break free of the mental struggle, find contentment, meaning and purpose in your life. Oh, welcome back to the podcast, everyone. So this week I did say I was going to have a guest on, and you've only got me. <laughs> and the reason being is because the guest pulled out at the last minute, but the universe always delivers us what we need when we need it and I was meant to record the guest on Tuesday Monday was a fairly it was an office day but again I'd had things booked in the diary my office day should be an office day and I need to not book anything in no calls no meetings and there was a call and a meeting booked in so I was already feeling a little bit behind in what I needed to do when I really wanted to research the guests that I had coming on and I wanted to listen to podcasts that they'd been on because I was really, con- well I am, I'm really conscious of making sure that when I am interviewing people that it's one of the best interviews ever and that they love it and then they want to shout about it and I'm not there yet, like I know I'm not, like I want to be, I want to be Oprah guys <laughs> in terms of my interview style, not necessarily have my own network. And that's got to come with practice, that's got to come with research, that's got to come with development. There's no point in telling myself I'm not good at it, it is about that development. So I really wanted to make an effort with this guest and I wanted to research everything about them. And I did little bits but honestly Monday I was exhausted and again this comes as part of one of the the perimenopause symptoms is that sometimes the energy's just not there, like the meeting that I had with uh, my business partner on the Monday, she is the same as me. She's peri- perimenopausal, which is hilarious because if we're both not feeling it, that is a waste of a meeting. <laughs> it 
it was so funny that I mean like she was coming up with an idea and I'm going no that doesn't sound like it'll work <laughs> and then I was coming up with any something and again it was a rubbish idea we were just if we were going to look at it from a percentage point of view I think we were both 20% there was no point in having that mean and it's lovely. I said to her actually the next day, like, it's really nice that we're both working together and we're both going through this because there's an understanding of it. Um, I'm going off on a tangent, but this is relevant. Um, this It's interesting. The next morning, she was on fire. Like, she'd done so much and she'd linked us to a document. And she was like, I've put it in the Google Drive. Go and have a look. Well, I was still feeling the same way. I was still at 20% on Tuesday morning. And... <laughs> looked at the document and I was like oh god that looks too much and it was for a a live podcast that we're doing and all the information that she put in there felt so overwhelming to read at that point because as I say I'm at 20% so I just voice noted her saying oh look I probably just need to like can I just put the questions towards the end of the document because it like it was just overwhelming to read and then afterwards I thought oh god dude you're such a dick like why did you do that like you didn't need to say that to her um why did you just not just take it out yourself and read it separately and and (laughs) I was thinking god I bet you thinks I'm dead difficult and I had this conversation going in my head and then she sent us a voice note as I was going through um the Starbucks drive-thru and I was like no I don't want to listen to it because what happens if she just says something and it confirms my fear of (laughs) I'm difficult anyway I played a bang she was like right the thing that you've looked at I've already changed it because I know it was a bit overwhelming and I've kind of pulled it around a little bit so it makes more sense and I just thought oh I love her like the fact that she kind of she got it before so she didn't she wasn't presuming I was awkward she wasn't presuming I was being like I don't know annoying um and she'd already appreciated that it probably was a bit overwhelming for my little head at only 20% and she got us that was the most important thing is that we got each other and do you know what sending love to anyone who's kind of feeling a little bit overwhelmed or struggling if you're not working with someone who doesn't get it because that's tough so where was I going with that how did I go off on a tangent there oh yes okay so that was Tuesday morning I was already still feeling like you know 20% as I say and I had a hair appointment that morning so I knew I'd been the hairdressers from I don't know it was nine o'clock and the podcast recording was going to be at one o'clock and I was already feeling a bit panicked sorry I have to go back over this was me the night before sorry feeling a little bit panic thinking oh god like what happens if I don't get back in time it's going to be a bit of a rush and everything just felt a bit overwhelming with this podcast recording this was on the Monday night sorry and I went to email the guest the link to the podcast studio and just to fill in a bit of detail and as I went to email there was an email came through from the guest saying I am so sorry I'm gonna have to pull out something's come up at work and I need to clean the diary completely and there was a tiny bit of relief because I thought oh god I feel like I manifested that because I just wasn't feeling this episode I knew that I needed to put more prep into it I didn't want to you know my go-to 
one of my traits has always been to fly by the seat of my pants and just hope for the best. That's how I've treated everything. And I am getting better because I realise that doesn't help. <laughs> that doesn't help with overwhelm. It doesn't help with procrastination. It doesn't help with all the anxiety triggers we know cause low mood. So I am getting better at that. But I'm not 100 because it's not my default behaviour type to be 100% organised and 100% detailed. The organisation side of things, I think I'm, you know, pretty much nailed. But the detail side of things, I do still fly by the seat of my pants a little bit. So I do want to get better at that. And I knew this didn't feel 100%. Like I really wanted it to be the best episode ever. And I knew I hadn't put in enough prep in my eyes. Now, the, the other guests have you know, I have flown by the seat of my pants. I haven't put that much effort into them. But I re- as I say, I really worked with something that I wanted to make the effort on. So when they cancelled on me, there was a part of me thinking, oh God, like, feel like I definitely manifested that. So then we go on to Tuesday. I'll take you back to where I, I finished off. <laughs> so I'm on my way to the hairdressers. And I'm still thinking, oh, do you know what? I've gained some time back. This is what I always do. Something changes in the diary because I'm really good with change. And if you're not, this is a fantastic way to look at it. If something changes, I look at what I'm gaining, not what I'm losing. So I knew I was gaining an hour back or an hour and a half at least from being able to finish the hairdressers and go and, and, and before I pick up the, the kids from school. So I've got an hour and a half and then I was thinking, right, what is the thing that is weighing me down that I could lift off my list this afternoon and feel really good about it? And even at 20%, my head was going, you haven't got enough time <laughs> to lift the stuff that's weighing you down. Because everything was weighing me down at that point. Like, you know, I was really struggling with my mood and it made us appreciate how amazing the last 20 years have been because I've been in control of those thoughts and emotions and it's not been hard because I've retrained I've retrained my brain I've retrained my subconscious it is it's been a different me for the last 20 years so to feel like things are a bit of an effort like yeah it's 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 a learning curve that I'm learning. It's a bit like a smack in the face to go, you know, the things you found easy, Jude, this is now just ramped up and it's a little bit harder. Anyway, what else did the universe deliver me? So instead of finishing, because I thought that my hair took around four hours. Yeah, four hours. And I got out there 11. And I think the reason I got out there 11 because... I was thinking I was getting, when I've had my colour done in the past, that's what takes the extra time. So that's good. So I now know if I go to the hairdressers at nine o'clock, I'm going to get out by 11, which is fantastic. So it meant I did have a good chunk of the afternoon. So I was sat back at home and I was really digging into like, Jude, what are you going to do to lift this? Because you're at 20% and I want to be at least 80%. Like, I want to get back to a really good even keel here. A feeling like I'm energised and motivated and and can put energy into my work. So I went back home and I probably did the worst thing. 
I went and had some, got some a nice piece of fresh bread, which I should have had something that energized us. So I need to probably correct that next time. Anyway, it wasn't too bad. It wasn't too bad. But, you know, one of the things that brings me down is not eating good food. And I don't do it often. You know, I am pretty good. There's, there's normally a bit of broccoli on my plate at least once a day. Because <laughs> in my head, broccoli is a superfood. So therefore, I'm going to feel super after it. It's probably a placebo effect. <laughs> but I know that if all my plate was beige, so say even if it was like porridge and a slice of toast, and then, I don't know, like a... I'm trying to think of a beige food dish that I might have in a night time. Even if it was just a nice kind of bit of chicken on a night time with some sweet potato, that feels like a beige day because there wasn't any colour in it. And again, it's a mental thing I appreciate because there's a lot of goodness in porridge and sweet potato and things like that. Anyway, I digress. So I was really working hard on when I came back home, like what can I do to lift my energy? So so I put my nice diffuser on in the sitting room. I opened the doors because it was a nice sunny day. And then I lit one of my Paolo Santo sticks and just kind of diffused the air. And then I sat down and I looked at my to-do list and thought, right, what can I actually do that's going to be lifting for me? And there was a piece of work that I'd kind of put off for a while and I thought right that's the bit that I need to do then so I got that done and although it was hard and it felt like an effort because remember I'm still only a 20% year it felt so good once that piece of work was done and this I guess is where I wanted to focus this episode on is that nothing's changed in my life nothing since before I had these thoughts and feelings externally nothing's changed I still have an amazing husband I still have two wonderful children I still have my office I still have a thriving business I still have a beautiful home a nice car like I've got all the things that I have asked for on my vision board and I'm going to add something to that in a second um that I've managed to get on my vision board which is amazing so I've got all those lovely things And yet here I am at 20% and feeling like things are an effort. And that those thoughts and feelings were taking me straight back to how I felt when I was really young and I had anxiety and depression. Like I could feel those thoughts and feelings come back because I wasn't I wasn't in control of my thoughts and emotions. And I could feel myself getting angry about things and like even just having bitchy, horrible thoughts in my head. And I was thinking, oh God, that's so not you. Like, and I really, like I wanted to cleanse my thoughts. (laughs) I really did because it was just, it felt like the old dude who was just unhappy with her life and and a bit unhappy with the world around her and, and not not being able to see good things, that's the easiest way to put it, and that's how I felt, and I thought, you know what, this is how much our thoughts and emotions can affect our reality, and this is something really relevant for you guys, if you are focused on a goal or something on your vision board, amazing, and fantastic that you are working towards those things, because it does feel good, 
But the, the thing that I wanted to hit home today is that the quality of your life is not determined by those external things. It is literally about your thoughts and emotions. So even if you didn't have a partner or or the house that you want on your vision board or the car that you want or whatever it is, it doesn't really matter because the quality of your life is determined by your thoughts and emotions. And that's the thing that we've always got to focus on because everything else is just a nice to have. Like it's a nice to have to the house that I have. It's a nice to have the car that I have. But it definitely doesn't determine the quality of my life because that is determined by how I'm thinking at any given moment. And that's the thing that I really, really want to focus on. And over the next week, I'm going to be looking at, I'm going to do some research on what natural things I can do to increase whatever's been depleted by by the hormone imbalance that I've got going on. So although I've got some like HRT stuff, it's not something that I want to rely on, you know, and I've done I've done lots. Like I am, um, you know, I've cut down on my coffee. I am making better choices with not drinking. And I'm exercising, like I'm doing all the things that I should do on paper, but I just wonder whether there's some other things that I could be putting into my body, like natural things, because let's face it, like our natural bodies should be able to cope with whatever's going on, but for whatever reason, we're living in times where there's clearly something I'm not getting because my body should be able to, I genuinely believe my body should be able to adapt to the changes that are going on without it affecting my mood. So what were they, because you know, they they definitely weren't doing HRT in the caveman times. And I don't know whether they were happy or not back then. (laughs) But but I'm pretty sure that our bodies weren't designed to live the way that we currently live, you know, to, to have food that's cooked really quick in a migraine water. Anyway, I'm going to get down off my soapbox because I know nothing about this. I'm going to research it. But again, the point of this episode was, was to talk about how much are you focusing on your external rather than focusing on your internal? Because if you're external driving force is because you think the things that you're looking for is going to make you happy you know I'm going to remind you that's not going to happen (laughs) because you'll just change the goalposts so you've got to be looking at the internal what are the things that drive you what are the things that trigger you what are the things that lift you up what are the things that give you energy and what are the things that absolutely drain your energy and what are you doing about it And I was even thinking about, you know, back at the time when I was struggling with my mental health, the thing that gave me energy was focusing on my vision board, was kind of driving and getting excited and being motivated about things that could potentially happen. And that wasn't because I thought, oh, these things are going to make me happy. That definitely, definitely wasn't my driving force. 
I just had a hope that, oh, maybe my life doesn't have to be this way anymore. And it gave, it gave me something else to focus on, I guess, at a time where my thoughts were focusing on the negative all the time. So I know I'm definitely going to have, as well as looking for some sort of natural, whether it's food or herbal remedies to, to really help give me what I'm missing hormonally, I'm also going to be looking at what are the things that are going to drive us? What do I have control over that are going to make me happy? And manifestation definitely gives me a little buzz, gives me a little excitement. And I've realized that it's not something I've been doing. It's not something I've been focused on. And it's not something that I have been excited or passionate about as I used to be. So as I always tell my friend Joanne, when you're feeling it in a bit of a lull, one of the nicest things that you can do is to get your vision board back out and ask yourself, does it excite me? And if it doesn't excite you, then you need to change it. So that's what I'm going to do. I might even start a new one and just see what it looks like when I completely strip it bare and think about on a blank page, what are the things that I should be working on that are going to get me feeling excited and motivated. But one lovely thing that did happen off my vision board, which was a surprise one because I hadn't been working towards it, was I got myself a gorgeous little um, Dior, like... Um, what is it? It's like a little clutch bag, but it's on a beautiful chain. It's really, really nice. And all I was looking for on when I was um, Googling like clutch bag was literally just to have a clutch bag because we're going away for my friend's Hendy to Paris. And I thought, oh, I'd like to have a nice little bag, something that I can just, it's a classic, I get out whenever, because I don't go out that often, like really don't, like once a year on a proper night out, night out. And it might not even be that because we just go for food most of the time. But I thought I really want to have a nice bag that comes out three times a year maybe so I was having a little look online and you know my budget for this was low I wasn't going to spend a lot of money on it and this one I kept coming back to which was this cute little Dior one and it was well over the budget and I was thinking do I want it do I not and and I went back and forward back and forward And in the end, I just thought, no, I do. I really do want this bag. So I hit purchase and and ordered it. And afterwards, I thought, wow, actually, this was one of the first things that I ever put on my vision board. Back in, God, must have been, let's think, let's think. I'm trying to think how old my daughter is because I think it was before her. So let's say 2006, when I first did my vision board, I had a Dior saddlebag on there. Now, I think Carrie must have had one in Sex in the City and um, a friend of mine had one and I always remember like just thinking, oh God, to be able to go into, because we used to go down to Leeds a lot when I was in my early 20s with um, my friend Abby and we used to go down and see um, her friend Lizzie and she always had the latest designer handbags and she was always shopping in Harvey Nicks and I just thought wow wouldn't it be amazing to just go into Harvey Nicks and pick out 
the Dior saddlebag and just buy it and not think anything of it. So it was on my vision board. But because I was a single parent at the time that I'd created this vision board, I'd actually bought a, a designer handbag for nowhere near as expensive as a, a Dior one. I think it was a Mulberry one. I'd get a bonus at work and I'd bought the Mulberry handbag. I think I spent a thousand pounds on this handbag. And within two days I returned it because I just couldn't sit and look at this bag thinking, what am I doing? I'm a single parent. I'm in a rented house at the moment and I really wanted to, to be back on the property ladder because I'd had to sell the house that I owned or had a mortgage on rather. And I thought, what am I doing? That's ridiculous. I will hate that bag forevermore if I keep that bag. And probably after that, I never really put an expensive handbag on there because I just thought they're not my priorities anymore. It's not something that I will ever prioritise over experiences with my daughter and having a house for my daughter to come back to that's ours, that I feel safe in, that that I'm proud of putting the key in the door. And then I got those things, but I still never put a bag back on there. So the realisation that when I'd ordered this bag, and it's really cute, the little clutch, it, it it's kind of got the detail of what the Dior saddlebag had, where it's got that little um, D hanging off it, the little brass D, it's beautiful. And there was a realisation to go, wow, do you know what? Sometimes when you're not focused on it, And it's not the thing that you desperately need to have. It comes easily. And that did come easily. Like, you know, that that is paid for, that bag. It's not something I've had to put on a credit card or anything. And that feels really, really good. But it didn't didn't heighten my mood. (laughs) It didn't make us go from 20 to 80%. But it was a really nice revelation to go, do you know what, Jude? go back to the vision board because that was the starting point. I feel like although it wasn't the thing that made me go, oh my God, this is amazing. You got the thing off your vision board. It was that realisation of going, remember that vision board was the thing that got you out of your slump a long time ago, as well as, you know, a ton of, you know, coaching with my therapist at the time and being able to you know there was a ton of work that I had to do on myself it wasn't the vision board but that was where it started because it was a distraction from the thoughts that I couldn't control at the time so I think that's definitely something that I'm gonna do which is to just go back to the vision board and then that will have an insight into where is my focus gonna go because as we know, the amazing Tony Robbins says, where your focus goes, energy flows. And at the minute, my focus is on feeling meh. <laughs> so I need to change that focus. So that's a starting point for me. And that might not be for everybody. Like, you might be listening to this thinking, yeah, that's not going to work for me. And that's fine. But I know I have the tools and I've done the work to be able to reprogram my subconscious and to check in with thought and be mindful of where I'm at. So there's a lot more that I need to do. I need to almost kind of, it's like, you know, if you started running again, you'd have to start from scratch a little bit. You couldn't, you know, 
do 10 miles, work up to doing 10 miles and then stop for six months and expect to do 10 miles straight away. You'd have to kind of start off slowly. And I guess that's where I'm at. It's like I've had to have a little reset to go, right, check in with those thoughts. Do they serve you? And start doing the work on the subconscious again. Because something's... Something's rewired it. It's like somebody went into my head and took... Imagine if there's this tiny little wire that goes from A to B. And A is like my brain and B is that beautiful positivity. And somebody lifted that little wire and said oh you're not going to go to B anymore you're going to go to C that's your default now it's like C's like feeling crap and not seeing the positive things and feeling like everything's tough and I need to just lift that wire and put it back to B so there's a little bit of you know, delicate work that I need to do on on reprogramming that subconscious again and getting control back. But I've no doubt I will. Like, I've no doubt. And I think the days at the minute that feel a little bit tough, and I think it was, if if we look at it from a real perspective, it was from about 12 o'clock on Monday till, well, probably about 12 o'clock on Tuesday. There was a 24-hour period where it was 20%. And I would say, today, I'm back at about 85, 90. Like, I'm feeling excited again. Um, There's some lovely things happening, and I can see the loveliness of it. So there's things that I've been working on in my business for a while that are now coming off, which is super exciting. And if you go onto my website, it's not 100% finished yet, And I've been through a journey of spending a lot of money on it last year. And the people who worked on it just not being good enough to deliver what they said they would. Which is a shame, but you know what? It's a learning curve. And now the website looks unreal. Unreal. There's still a bit of work and and I had a photo shoot done. Not last week, the week before, I think. And the images have come back and they're amazing. We did some video footage as well that's going to be put on the on the website. That's not come through yet, so that won't be on there. So if you see some video images, um, they are mock-ups rather than me yet. But it is, it's beautiful. It's, I'm, oh, it feels so good to have something like that that you're proud of. What else? I, this week I'm working on pulling together a list of tasks that I can hand over to uh, an assistant and and have somebody working in my business alongside me that can take over some of the admin side of things and um, some of the reports that I want to do and things so that's that oh my god like that is exciting because that's definitely on my vision board to, to start building a team of people underneath me actually that's I'm going to change that terminology beside me I don't want anyone underneath me beside me to help me grow what it is that I'm doing in the academy and what I do on my one-to-one and that god that feels good so there's loads of stuff coming off and the universe always delivers us what we need when we need it and although 
<laughs> I wish it hadn't have delivered <laughs> the menopause. Do you know what? It's a really nice kind of reset that I'm having. But also, I know, and this is the beautiful thing as a coach, whatever happens to you is meant for you because I can't stand in the shoes of a woman who comes in my office for coaching, who's going through the menopause. I can't stand in their shoes if I haven't been through it. So there's a benefit to it, isn't there? There's a benefit to being able to understand what somebody might be going through if they come to me and they are in their 40s plus. That the things that they're struggling with, we might need to have a few extra tools up our sleeve to help them with that. So it all it all comes around and it's all relevant for me. And, you know, it's happening at a time in my business where I feel comfortable with my business. I don't have any limited beliefs about it. So all I have to do is just kind of manage that the, the mood swings essentially and I will figure I am so determined to figure out what I need to put into my body that isn't you know designed by a pharmaceutical company looking to make money I'm going to figure out what my body can take naturally so that's quite exciting anyway I don't know if I've waffled on for 30 minutes but The point, and I want to go back to this because this is so important to reiterate, is that whatever your circumstances right now, if it feels like your external is not where you want it to be, then remember, it's not really about the external, is it? It is about the quality of your life determined by your thoughts and emotions. So what are you doing to work on that? What are you doing to get control of your thoughts and emotions? What are you doing to understand yourself on a much deeper subconscious level to be able to start loving your life no matter what your external life looks like? What are you doing to do that deep work? Because it is possible to be super happy and not have all the things on your vision board. And if you're not happy now without those things on your vision board then when you get them, you definitely won't be happy. You'll just move the goalpost. You'll just keep adding new stuff on without that kind of awareness of, do you know the best bit about getting those things on your vision board is the journey to it and the journey afterwards and everything in between and before and after. It's not the actual thing. Like that bag is not the actual thing. It's what it represents. So that bag represents, you know, how far I've come in terms of thinking and hoping for something like that and being able to not have that limiting belief anymore that I've worked on that I can't have those things. That's what that bag represents. But it doesn't make us happier. (laughs) Like, it's not changed anything. It's just, you know, sat in a box in my wardrobe now. But the thing that will make me happier is being able to do that work on my subconscious and checking in with those thoughts and having a an awareness of where my energy levels are and what am I going to do to get above it. So even just doing this 
podcast today, the client, the client, the guest cancelled yesterday. So I have now done this literally straight away because I didn't have it planned in for the week. It was going to be done yesterday. So I've now had to rejig things in my diary to be able to accommodate this. And I thought, do you know what it is? If I get it straight out of the way on Wednesday morning, that I knew that once I'd done this and got it off the list, that was going to lift my energy. And I do, I already feel good for recording it. So how amazing is that? And it's lovely to be able to talk to you directly you know, I, I do miss it when I do have the guests in because I don't, I get to talk to the guests, but I don't get to talk to you directly. So that, as I say, there is always a win when something drops out of your life. There is always a gain. You just need to search for it. But again, that's me working on controlling my thoughts and emotions. Have an amazing week, everyone. And if this podcast has resonated for you in any way, my Instagram DMs are always open. I always reply to anyone that messages me. So I'd love to know your thoughts. And if you do want to drop me a review, um, I will be eternally grateful. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much for listening to the Unbreakable Mindset Podcast with me, your host, Jude Daunt. If you have enjoyed this episode, then please do share with others. And it would mean a huge deal to me if you would rate, review, follow and subscribe on your podcast app. This will allow the podcast to keep growing and going to new audiences. And if you want to know all the ways in which you can work with me directly, please visit judedaunt.com coaching.co.uk the links will be in the show notes this break is brought to you by adobe photoshop here's a fun fact every day millions of people around the world use photoshop to create all kinds of cool stuff designs for t-shirts and posters graphics to promote brands and businesses images for social and websites Anyone can do it. And to the guy who put a bulldog's head on a parakeet's body, you, sir, are a genius. Get started for free today. Click or tap the banner to head over to Photoshop.com.